Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? So I have COVID. <laughs> I actually forgot. I remembered like just before we got on and then I forgot to say anything. You seem fine. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes the the past. So yesterday was really, it must have been the, the brunt of it. Wednesday night, uh, I feel, I'm feeling sick. And I get a call with someone who I was with the night before. Says, I just tested positive. I was already That's feeling brutal, sick. Brutal uh, call it again. It's, it's awful. It's awful. Anything, I, I, I figured, because like, I called my buddy. And when I said, like, oh, they tested, like, it sounded horrific. But then it turned out just COVID. So, like, any say, anytime you have to test for anything, it's not a good sign. Right. No matter yeah. what. But. Yeah. I can hear it a little bit in your voice. Yeah, the flu game's coming out. This is yeah. the, Jordan, the, the Jordan COVID game. Uh, the, the Rudy Gobert COVID game, I guess. There you go, Let yeah. Let touch all the mics. Well, are you, are you shutting down all the, all the rush? So rush, no, 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 rush is still going. I have uh, so luckily, um, I am one of two rush chairs. So mm-hmm. my 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 good my good friend, my brother Connor Utter, is uh, is taking care of business. We are actually going to the Fireflies game tonight. Well, I'm not, but uh-huh. everyone else is. The Columbia Fireflies. Tim Tebow played for him. It's some triple A team. Like minor. Yeah, minor some triple A team. Gotcha. Um, and so that's that's our event for the night. The events have been going really well. So shout out to everyone who's come out. Um, I hate to say that's probably where I got COVID, but be be wary. It's probably oh what you don't think seeing seeing 70, 70 random new kids that have met with two thousand other people this week. I'm sure <laughs> that's not where it came from. But anywho, yeah, you probably just picked it up at the gym or something. Oh yeah, what. One random kid I accidentally sat next to. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so I officially tested today. My so tell me if this was the wrong mindset. I figured I already got. It already sounds like that's the wrong mindset. <laughs> right. Continue. All right. I got the per the person told me, hey, I have COVID. Here are my tests. I was like, all right, that means I'm like I was like I already have symptoms. I'm already sick. It means I 99% chance have COVID. Right. But I waited a day. I didn't take a test yesterday. I just quarantined myself. I didn't go anywhere. Didn't see anyone. Just died in my own room alone. And today, I decided I'd take a test because what if I woke up? What if I was feeling better? And maybe, you know, maybe it doesn't show up on the test. So I took one and it showed up positive anyways. But was that the right mindset? Just to wait. Wait it out. Or should I have taken one immediately? I don't think it matters that much. I mean, I somebody I saw on Twitter like a couple of months ago, they're like, the CDC is now saying that you don't necessarily have to test for COVID. If you're sick, just don't go out. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So it's like, that's, I agree with that part. Yeah, it's the. It's like, if you're feeling sick, then just quarantine yourself anyway. Don't the get other people sick, regardless of what it is. The main issue I had with my decision of not doing that is then I had to give the school my COVID test because of I, I didn't want an unexcused abstinent from Thursday. Oh, I gotcha. That's but, right. You have classes right now. Yeah, so they were like, 
oh, you need to do another unexcused absence or an excused absence form for Thursday because you didn't take the test yet. So we could only oh, give you gotcha. the dates for Friday until the next, I think, five days. But right. Anywho, I, I hopefully it all works out. Hopefully I get my and either way I missed one day, so like whatever. Mm-hmm. But it sucks because tomorrow's my birthday. And that's a bummer. Just in case, you know. Well, at least it's at least it's twenty. It's not. Yeah, 21. no. If tomorrow, if it was twenty-one, this would be way more miserable. Yeah. Like way, way more miserable. That would be tough. But yeah, you're right. It's my twentieth, so it's not. I guess it's not the end of the world. But uh, Just yeah. go out and wear a mask. <laughs> I was thinking about ninety-five. It. I was thinking about going. Like to the rush events with a mask, and I was like, "Is that is that a good look that I want? Is that, is that a good look that I want? I, I love being safe and all, but is that a good look?" We've had people show up at our house for parties with masks on, and I'd probably it's tell like, them to leave. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I'd be like, like if, if, if you're that scared, not, come on, man. Right? Yeah, then don't go to a party. Yeah, like, I don't care if you're wearing a mask in public, but if you're that scared, then come to the party. Like it's a small house. I don't know. Tomorrow's <laughs> a. Tomorrow, uh, I guess I don't want to get too specific on the event details, just in case you know anyone's out there listening. But um, it is outdoors, so there you go. Maybe if I'm yeah. feeling all right, I might. If I don't have a nasally voice, maybe I'll show up. But if I if six I, feet, yeah, yeah, I'll show. No, I'll show up, observe. Yeah. Then walk away. <laughs> take notes. Yeah, take you notes. Should, you put that put that little notebook to use. Yeah, yeah. I'll get the uh, I'll get the binoculars out. See how the P and M's are doing. See what they're doing. <laughs> um. Anyways, this is not what where we came here to talk about today. We came here to talk about some hard knocks football because episode three is out. And uh, this one, this was a this was a good episode. I feel like it was a it was a good. I, I say again. I thought it was the worst one of the three. Really. I mean, if yeah. I mean, I thought it was. I thought you're right. At some points, it was a little boring, but I I liked how we're just kind of getting in the flow of things, you know. Yes, yeah. Like and so, the one thing that I did like in this episode is that we finally have some guys that are guaranteed getting cut. Oh yeah, the that, lineman from Nigeria, easy. They but, might as well have shipped his ass home this mo- like that episode. <laughs> they 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 were talking about how it's almost impossible for him to see his family. Um, uh huh. You know, his family doesn't even know what football is. And, you know, it's a heartwarming story. But then you see him out there. And oh, he's getting... it's such a good story that he has to get cut. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's, but then you see the footage and he's getting moved like a pylon out there. <laughs> well, he... And they don't even try to say that he's good either. They're like, yes, oceans of potential. Th- that's all they said. It's like, yes, and they're like, what he's doing. they were like, and this is his time to show that it's, he's more than just potential. It's like, how is there potential if he doesn't have anything? Like, I, I'm sorry. I like the kid. I like the guy. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. But if he's not, he can't just show you potential. That you can't just be like, like, I, let me just gain 300 pounds. Do I have potential to be an offensive lineman? Yeah, you do. So that's all potential is. is it's just like the body. Body and athleticism. So. So I guess let yeah let He sucks. He does. He he really does. And uh, I really feel bad for him. Uh, Pim- Pimpleton, he's out too. <laughs> Pimpleton's such a cuttable name, dude. Too. The second he dropped that, that, really sucks. That the, his name is. It's Pimpleton. like the first highlight of the preseason game, and it's Pimpleton dropping an end zone pass, and it's like, <laughs> oh, that's his cut. 
And then the coach on the day. bench is like, he's got to make that play. Yeah, and so it's like, all right, well, thanks. Play, but no, nah, I guess not. Spoiler he's alert, he's getting cut. <laughs> he's get, like, <laughs> they basically just said it today. Uh, who else? Jamal Williams might as well get cut. He was pissing me off all episode. What that whole hell? That whole, uh, like, collage of all the – sorry, I'm getting turning my page to my, my <laughs> notes um, – of him yelling with the defensive linebackers – just yelling at them. Oh, I caught the ball. That was holding. That was holding. It's like, dude, you're the worst person to ever practice with. The worst. Like, just shut up and play ball. Like, stop harping at every linebacker that's covering you. Like, he's, they're just this doing is who he is, though. But he's not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only, like, he's doing all this yelling to be the backup running back. And maybe. I'm the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I did like. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think Craig's getting cut. Craig Reynolds. No, so I had to look him up because as soon as they started talking about his brother, I was like, he's gone. But then I, I he's been in the NFL for a little while now. I was gonna say I've seen his name before. He's definitely yeah, been on the so team. He before. should be fine. And Another... then in the, in the game, they said starting running back Craig Reynolds. Did you hear that? Yeah, they, he was starting because they. I heard the they were like start trying to find the backup for Swift. I don't think Swift played, mm. so he was the yeah, starter. That makes sense. And I think it was good when they showed him get benched. They're like, "You're done for the day," and he was like, he didn't know if it was a good thing or not. He was like, "Oh," mm. he was like, "Ah," and like kind of freaking out on the sideline. And yeah. I, I like that because. I'm sh- if a coach went up to me and was just like, you're done for the day, I, the first thing I'd be like, uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing, coach? Am I, like, mm-hmm. resting or am I benched? <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it's a good thing. No, and all the highlights they had, it was good highlights. The guy that's been around for a little bit, like, how much do you really need to see? Yeah, and they, and they saw film, all and good you things. you see that he's the same guy, and you're like, yeah, right, well, pretty now much. let's look at the rookies that we haven't seen, like Pimpleton. <laughs> Pimpleton. <It's> hot ass. <laughs> when, when he was juggling... That was impressive, I gotta admit. That was All right, really so, impressive. I don't like the guys that don't sing. Yeah. The juggling was cool, but the thing is, you sing. So I, uh, I don't, and it's happened twice already. You need to stop trying to get out of it. Don't so, sing is like it, the rest of us. here's, I was thinking the same thing, but did, is there, are they saying it's a talent show, or are they saying it's a sing-off? I thought that it was always you sang. But I th- always thought it was singing, too. Because Aiden Hutchinson's talent is not singing. No, and the... Yeah, you're right. The fact that the one dude can salsa dance and this guy can juggle, like, come on. This, like, yeah, right. Aiden Hutchinson had to ho- learn a whole song. Yeah. And he did it, and he did it well. Yeah. But so that's, that's what... You're supposed to get him like that. Like, guys that aren't good at singing. Yeah. But, like, are performers. Like, that's mm-hmm. what makes it fun. No, These that's guys are just funny. doing things that they're already good at. I, but when I was watching that, though, the first thing I thought of was I need to see Andy uh, Andy Golden's tape for this talent thing. Because remember in the draft, they're like, he could do a Rubik's Cube. He could do, he could do a Rubik's Cube upside down, backwards, and blindfolded. Uh, he could do this. He could do that. He's a math wizard. I was like, <laughs> let me just see what, his, what he shows up there and does it. I would love that. Is he, is he on the team? He's retired. Oh, come on. Not Gandy Golden. Yeah, he... Let's see. Yeah, retired from football. That's such a shame. That is such, <laughs> such a shame. He's 24. He did, He never even got a... Like, did he even play? Ever? He caught a couple balls. 
And then I think he was supposed to like try out a tight end this year, and that's, then that's more than like, Pimpleton. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like he's Pimpleton, also hurt sometimes. I Pimpleton seems fine. Yeah, I love his parents too. Yeah, his parents. I guess cool. it was his stepdad and his mom, and his mom like the one ball he drops, she's just like, <sighs> oh, she knew. <sighs> She knew. Yeah, she knew. She and then she's like trying to clap. I was like, no. Nah, oh, she, she was clapping at the, the other guy caught it, and she's like, should have been 83, but all right. Uh, <laughs> um, how did you feel about Josh Adams, the comedian? I thought I he was, was funny. I thought he was okay. I thought he was funny, but like a lot of the guys in there, you could tell were just like, eh. Like, I don't know. He was saying like. I thought the Dan Campbell impression I thought was funny. Yes, the Dan Campbell impression was funny. The, the fact that he said. I need everyone here to have two ass cheeks to beat their ass, not just one was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked him making fun of Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. I thought that was good. He said he looked like a, a big, strong Backstreet Boy. Yeah. It's Justin Which Timberlake. I thought was pretty Justin funny. Timberlake coming off the edge. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought it was funny. I, I thought he had some I, good Do you things. think that was his whole set? No, no. I think they cut. The yeah, I think okay. they cut some things off. I think he probably talked about. I would, I would guess some some characters we haven't looked at on the show. I yeah. would hope so at least. That was like a five minute skit. If that was his full thing. He that would be that would stink. Yeah, I mean, two hundred dollars. I was gonna it. say he only got two hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, there wasn't much with the coaches this this round this this episode except either. for Deuce Staley losing his voice. Yes, that was funny. Deuce Staley without a voice sounds exactly it's- like Doc Rivers. <laughs> it did sound like Doc. It is uncanny, <laughs> and the way he's taught—it's like the uh, like the RDC World videos when he's like imitating Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it sounded like, because he was like yelling at them. Yeah, and it was just it was like just like that raspy, the raspy, tiny voice. Yeah. The uh, I thought that was funny too because the I, I it it brought back to my focus that Jamal Williams is annoying. I was like, the coaches can't even coach anymore. Like these guys are just. Yeah, literally barking at each other <laughs> for no reason. And sure, I guess he he likes the competitiveness, and I'm sure, um, I'm sure Dan Campbell's all for it. But oh yeah, found me. Dan I, Campbell I would... is just like every episode. He's just so genuine and just loves football. When they won that game, I thought they won. The, like I thought confetti was gonna come down. <laughs> I really thought they were gonna like throw up a banner. <laughs> there and That's HBO too like. was like. This is an eight eight preseason game losing streak they finally came up. I was like, Jesus Christ! I was. Like, I was uh, is it bad that I was rooting against them? Because I want no. the narrative to continue. No, yeah, I wanted to. I, I wanted I, to write down, and be like, another painful, painful when, loss. When they, when they, uh, it was like what another last second they had to win off a field goal, right? And in this preseason game, yeah, they did. And in this one. Yeah, didn't they win off a field goal at the end? That's how no, the Colts went for two. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They that's tied, what it was. Yes, they yes, would yes. have tied it with an extra You're right, point and I was, I was, you're right. I was rooting for that two-pointer to go in. Because I wanted, <laughs> I just need to see, I, I'd rather see Dan Campbell fired up than crying. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, out there, like, this is what winning feels like. And the vest is, like, all the players, like, man, we just love to win. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, all right, Winning's everything. It's, like, it's game two of the preseason. So that reminds me of the opening speech of the episode where he has that 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 bag and he's like oh we just got to get everything out of all those little things out 
and maybe we can win a Super Bowl. I'm yeah, like, dude, I, that was the first thing I wrote down was hearing the word Super Bowl and then, like, looking up and the Lions logo is behind it. It's like, no. Nah, I was like, even, what? Like, let's not get too close to the sun here, Dan. Like, how about we win six games first? Dan, let's get let's get a top 15 draft pick first, Dan. <laughs> um, That was ridiculous. When well, he happened. just kept building. He was like, well, this is why... This is why we lose games. This is why we miss the playoffs. It's like, all right, again, not even close to the playoffs. This is what costs us the Super Bowl. It's, nope, not even close. This is not what will cost the Lions the Super Bowl. A lot more will cost the Lions the Super yeah. Bowl before the little things at the end. Yeah, right. Like, that's, that's all I thought of. I was like, all right. That was – the last episode, too, he said something. He's like, all we need to do is just fix all the little things. I was like – there are a lot of big things that you can do. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> the fact that you have no talent on your team. Yeah. It's a big one. And it all starts with my favorite quote. And this is not so I kind of cheated on the favorite quote. It's not a okay. a quote, but it's a quote and a scene in the show. Because the best I just I couldn't stop laughing after it happened. The they're doing the joint practice and Dan Campbell goes, "Here comes the ones." And all you see is Jared Koff's stupid face come center quarterback. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, here comes the ones. Jesus Christ. Uh, we haven't gotten any golf. I don't think they want to show golf. They're done with golf. I think they're do- they are done with him. Why There's... did they pick the lines? It had to have been just because of Dan. Yeah, and it was but worth like, it just for Dan. But they couldn't have waited until they drafted a quarterback next year. Right, yeah. Because this dude has given us nothing. And yeah, he's the most boring human ever. And, and I'm like, that's why it's the best scene of this episode. Because it's just, it's here comes it's like, the ones. And it's just right. his stupid face. Didn't, yes, and it's just behind the center quarterback. And he's <laughs> snapping the ball. Uh and I also, I put down on there, I was like, we just need more golf highlights in these preseason games. Right. I want to see him slinging it. He's looked good in the highlights they've shown. It's not like they're trying to make him look bad or anything. No, they're not. And, and he's all right. Like, he's not terrible. He's just Garrett Goff. He took, hey, to be fair, he took the, L- he took the LA Rams to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But that LA Rams team was a lot better than this Detroit Lions team. A lot better. Um, he's a he's a professional quarterback though. Yeah, yeah, he's I a professional. I think that's the best compliment. He's a he's a game manager. Yep. He's not gonna like royally screw anything up, but he's not gonna make plays either. No, he so, he's alright. Yeah. Um. All right. What was your since we already started it? What was your quote of the week? I had well, I like the Backstreet Boys one, but then. I think the one I like better is at the end when they're talking about winning and Dan Campbell just starts listing stuff. And he's like, there's nothing like winning. It could be dominoes, it could be spades, it could be croquet, it could be chess. I was like, this could go on dude, forever. He was literally, he, what's he said? Like, he was, I think he said shuffleboard. I was like, dude, this guy's going, he's going to, he's going to say bocce ball pretty soon. Yeah, it just never stops. He's just going to go to everything in the book. Uh, that was actually the quote of, that the NFL gave the quote of the week. Wow. I know. I like that. Kind of makes it sad. Doesn't matter if it's freaking dominoes, it's spades, it's BR. What the hell is BR? I don't know. That's, I, when I was, like, writing it down, I was like, I don't know what that is. It's croquet. He said it's effing chess. Yeah. 
preseason. Well, and also, I like how he goes, it's preseason, it's an ass-kicking. What ass-kicking? I, dude, I don't know. Was in there. That, no that, idea. all right. Glad you also I had no idea. I don't, I guess just, like, if you win, it's automatically an ass-kicking. That was no ass-kicking. No, it's not. They will never have an ass-kicking. Not this season. If they, you know, if At they least, do. like, on their side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They will get their ass-kicked. <laughs> Humbled, in fact. <laughs> they go to Green Bay. I'm glad we got more uh, Rodrigo's, too. He had a little Why? bit there. And, like, know. what does he do? We need to see him do some plays. Yeah. We need to see him do something on the field. Because I'm tired of him looking good in practice. I need to see mm. something on the field. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like if the joint practices, they showed highlights. I didn't see anything in the game. Uh, yo, I'm looking at, I'm just reading what they, they're saying about him on the NFL one. Even if Rodrigo doesn't end up as an actual starter in week one, I think it's fair to say that the majority of viewers, including myself, are rooting for him to make the team come to final roster cuts. He's getting cut. <laughs> now that I just read that. He's, he's a six round pick this year. There's no way he's getting cut. No, I know. I'm just messing with you. I just, I'm, I'm looking for more cuts. Just looking for more cuts. I mean, uh, Pimpleton. The African guy, there's never been a more automatic cut. Oh, yeah. And the, the, the guy from any country, yeah. Right, yeah, the foreign guy. The foreign guy, he's... Uh, uh, and Pimpleton is, I'd say, 85% is getting cut. I think he can turn he's, himself he's around. He's a 99. I, I, yeah, he's, he's a 99. He needs a, he needs a big workload this next preseason game if he wants to, <laughs> he wants to stay. He's going to get shredded, though. Yeah, he probably is. All right. Also, who was that quarterback that they switched and they're like, Jack Cohn. This boy ain't shit. Yeah. This boy ain't shit. He ain't even a runner. This guy ain't nothing. Uh, don't even. Uh, Jack Cohn. He went to, he's a Notre Dame quarterback and he ah. played at Wisconsin. So he's like your most basic, like, white pocket passer quarterback to, like, just hand the ball off, throw outs and slants. Nice. So, yeah. He, it was. I was like, damn, this poor guy. Like, they've been watching, they were watching film all week, just licking their lips, ready for him to come in. But they're looking at him, and they're like, this guy can't run. He can't do, no- he can't throw deep. He can't do nothing. I'm thinking, like, neither can Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff can't run. He can barely That's throw true. deep. He's a, he's a pocket passer that is stuck yeah. in the pocket all the time. Uh, shout out David Blau, though. Demon himself. I look good. He did. He did look good. That was the other thing. They're like David Blau needs to redeem himself. Last week's catastrophe. It's like, all right, who cares? <laughs> like he's not getting cut. Nah, I mean, and if he is, he'll make it to another NFL team. He's played right. on Thanksgiving for this team, as we talked about last mm-hmm. time. Right. Famous David Blau game. The oh, everyone's favorite. Everyone's fa- Thanksgiving classic. David Blau game. David <laughs> Blau Mitch battle of the century. <laughs> Blau Mitch. Ugh. All right. Any other final thoughts on Hard Knocks? This week? Didn't show any of that kid. Yeah, I know uh, the lineman coach's kid. So I'm, I don't know what the deal is there. I'm done with he seems him. Fun. Yeah, he seems fun, yeah, but I'm yes. done with him. Never. Um. Yeah, I mean that's all I got too. Anything? Uh, Colts, anything? You... Colts wearing white at home. Yeah. New. Yeah, that's gross. I also. That's weird. Yeah. When they were doing joint practice, too, I felt like they needed a bigger differentiate between each other because they're both mm-hmm. white and blue. 
I was like, is right. this the joint practice or is this them going against? Like it was Aiden Hutchinson against their line, and I was like, are they? Is that another Lions player or is right, that yeah. a Colts player? But I figured it out eventually. Also, Frank Reich is like the polar opposite of Dan Campbell. Just very like mellow. Oh yeah, yeah, but he's when got that talking. Dan Campbell just gets all up in his face. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right. Relax, no, and the guys. best part is Dan Campbell's <laughs> facial reaction to a preseason dub and Frank Reich. Like Frank Reich was going for that two point ten times out of ten. He he's oh, like yeah. it could be, and because one of two things, because of course they wanted to win the game because it's like whatever, and two because he just didn't want to play any more preseason. He didn't want to play overtime, mm-hmm. so they weren't they weren't going to kick that extra point ever. But good for the Lions. I guess yeah. they. I guess Congrats. a much a much needed dub after eight yep. losing, it's changing the culture. God, eight losses in the preseason. That means they haven't won a preseason That's... game in like two, three years. <sighs> Pretty bad. Pretty bad. They're just they're horrible. Uh, we have a comment from oh. uh, Douglas saying Lions are the best possible team to be on Hard Knocks. Honestly, I agree. This year, I think with Dan Campbell being on there, I think if they had a better quarterback. As we said earlier, I have to see the other options. Like I'm trying to remember who was even on there. Who was in consideration? Yeah. I I all right. I gotta say, Jets. a Pats one this year with the stupid offensive coordinator hold situation that would have been electric. But I promise you, as long as Bill Belichick is the czar of the Patriots, that'll never mm-hmm. happen. Never. I happen. thought that Washington could have had it. Ron, that would have been good. Would have been a lot of stuff there with the new aim and everything hell they also could have like i mean i i hate to keep, i hate keep bringing this up because it's it's a sorry it's a sorry spot on your team but like even with all the jack del rio stuff mm-hmm. and the um that's dan the dan snyder shit all that stuff there's been. always a lot going on yeah and that i mean that all could have been good hbo could have you know hbo the shit out of that so yeah oh well hey i like this i mean year, well though. wentz was just on it they did the Colts thing. Dude, Goff's been on it five times. Who cares? True. It doesn't matter. And Ron's been on, uh, he was on All or Nothing. Mm-hmm. The first I one. I remember watching the Panthers clips one. from him during yeah. All or Nothing, like when they hired him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Guys. That guy. was the first one, wasn't it? The Panthers one? I think. I, I, that, I let's, know. let's not worry it's about the logistics one. of that one. I yeah. never watched it. Let's not worry about the logistics of that. It doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if they did it on this one because I didn't make it all the way through the the credits. But did you notice in the last one, they just had a picture or a video of um, God, Cliff Kingsbury sitting in front of his TV? Or now, his this time screen. it was somebody lifting weights. Yeah, it's just like Arizona Cardinals midseason. Yeah. The, 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 I, I didn't mention it last episode, but the Cliff one was ridiculous. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> just Cliff sitting there. Like, he's, like, looking at, like, I don't know. Like, he's, like, it's some Avengers end, end right, credit yeah. scene. It's like, oh, there's Iron Man. <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. what HBO. <laughs> hey, HBO does knows how to get the drama going. Yeah, no, they do. And before we move on from Hard Knocks, and as we're talking about HBO, gotta say... They know how to, like, that's the best streaming service out there right now, I have to say. You think? Oh, yeah. I So I watched, it's called The Rehearsal. And I think, I want to watch that, because that's uh, do, we Nathan, do, right? Yes. i never seen the other one, but oh, The Rehearsal. Dude, I actually just finished Nathan for you the other day. 
Okay, so your homework and the viewers at home. Oh, stop pointing your pen at me. <laughs> <laughs> Today, uh, today's class, your homework, <laughs> and everyone listening at home, you have to watch the rehearsal because we're going to do a show review on it because that show okay. is ridiculous. It's absolutely bonkers. But do you know who Nathan Fielder is? Like, do you know what his deal is? Not really. I could tell from this show what his deal was, but I haven't seen his other sh- shows. So his Nathan for you, he's like basically a consultant for companies that are struggling, like small businesses, and they bring him in for help. And all of his ideas are like ridiculous, and he's also just super socially awkward. Oh yeah. Basically, what? So the show, like the humor of the show, is like his ideas. And then, like, his interactions with the people. Because it's all real. Yeah. So, like, the one, he goes to this taxi cab service. And his idea to help this guy's business is to stage a, a live birth in the cab to get the cab more press. Yeah. So, it's stuff like that. So, this one, you're going you're gonna to watch the first episode, or the first, like, ten minutes of the first episode, and be like, what the hell is this about? And slowly, it's going to get layers and layers and layers. And it's going to get worse and worse and worse in the amount of shit that he kind of puts people through. Right. And it's just like, it's insane. It's absolutely very manipulative. Oh, and it's like, he is effectively not dismantling, but putting his mark on these people's lives. Like, these are real people that he's working with in oh, this yeah. one, too. And it's... These are, like, their lives. So it's... It's it's weird. Like, it gets yeah. weird. So... Definitely a must-watch, and we a must-review on it. Okay. Eventually. I'll check it out. Um, also, I, don't, I, I, I figured you're not a big Game of Thrones guy, but The House of Dragons was really good, the first episode. Of course. Of course you think that. <laughs> so does half of America, Chris. Of course, I half, think that. I mean. <laughs> hey, hey! Recently, you got it. You got to admit. Recently, I've been much more critical on things. Than you I have been, be. yeah. I've I've learned. I've learned to be more. You're in the theater like every week. Look, man, the pen it's and paper. Only... The pen and paper's there for a reason. <laughs> I should start bringing the notes into the the theater. Oh yeah. Really getting my my thoughts on there, <laughs> dude. I've been watching like video essays on some of these movies I've watched. I'm I've been getting in, in really? depth. Oh yeah, I because I'm I'm trying to get that critical mindset. Yeah. Okay. So I like that. I'm trying to be out there. It's it's for you, Chris. It's for you. It's for I the appreciate pod. It. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Sure, the listeners appreciate it as well. Yeah, and if uh, and if you want to, uh, did I did I already mention that Thor sucked on this pod? If I already did, if I don't but, think so. Oh well, the new one blows. Anyway, let's go talk about some more football. College football time. We are – I didn't have a good transition for this. We're not moving on. College football. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to be doing our college football predictions because week zero starts tomorrow. Uh, and, of course – Ask Northwestern. Oh, you, UConn Game plays tomorrow. I don't know who they play, oh, UConn. UConn plays tomorrow. Oh, who do they play? It's always an important game on week zero who UConn plays. Utah State. Ooh, it's going to be a heavy hitter. It's going to be a heavy hitter. Um, if you have plans tomorrow, cancel them. Cancel them. UConn, so it's UConn, Utah State. 
and Nebraska. <laughs> that is must from watch. Ireland. Must watch. So it's a it's a big week. I don't know why they didn't choose like at least one decent game to put on this week. FSU is playing who? That's like the only team I really recognize besides like shitty teams. Florida State. I could have sworn they were playing. They're playing Duquesne. <laughs> <laughs> Must watch. Must watch. <laughs> All right. We're not doing lines for that game, just so everyone's aware. We will do college football lines. We're going to add it to our wise picks. Um, we'll have two separate ones, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be keeping the record books. We're going to all have it good send square. But yeah. I, Disclaimer before I give out any college football picks. My college football picks aren't good. It's because so. the issue is it's so – if you want to be different, they can't be good. Because there's only – I mean, yes. I guess week by week, you don't have to be. Your, I guess that's different. But on this season prediction, our predictions are going to be basic and lame because that's what college football is. So, yeah. Well, the thing that makes college football fun is like traditions and the rivalries and yeah. stuff like Which that. Which is all it's going not... down the hill, anyways. <laughs> right, yeah. So, oh, that's a whole other can of worms. Which we don't want to talk about this time because we've talked about it plenty of times um all right let's go conference by conference and we'll start with the sec where no surprise here going with bama that's the same thing revenge season. they can't lose twice in a row right no no it's revenge and they want i mean they technically they won it last year right they beat georgia in the conference they... game yeah they beat georgia in the conference game and then lost in the national oh, championship okay um so i think they'll repeat again I think Bryce Bryce Young's coming for another high. That's right. They did win. Okay, I'm not remembering. Yeah. I, I think Bryce Young's coming for another Heisman. I think Will Anderson, right? The linebacker. He is going to... He also, apparently, everything I've read is that he wants the next defensive Heisman. I don't think that's going to happen. But he's going to try. He's going to have that whole, you know, Nick Saban can't go wrong there. They'll, they'll have three first-round wide receivers, so... That we won't do be every year. I, that's what I'm. I know. <laughs> it's all we're gonna be. We're gonna be having the same conversation about the next three teams we pick too. Right. So. Well, and the thing, like, the thing that was different last year <laughs> is Georgia had like eight first round picks starting on defense, and, and now they don't. And now, and now they, now they don't. don't. So I'm sure, like, I know Georgia is recruiting well. Yes. But like that was that defense that they had last year was similar to like the Joe Burrow offense at LSU. Yeah, it was like that team was just unbelievably stacked with NFL talent. And what's the, more their, than usual? Their quarterbacks, what Barrett, the walk-on still? Stetson Bennett. Bennett, no, not Barrett. Bennett, yeah. Yeah, he's he's not he's not doesn't some, inspire that much confidence. No, and it's when you have a when you don't have that defense carrying you the whole time, it can't they can't simply think they're gonna walk in and do the same thing. Mm. But that doesn't but, mean they're not gonna be very good. That's what I was about to say, is when we, like, criticize them, that means that they'll go, like, 10-2 or 11-1 instead of undefeated. Mm-hmm. That's what these these four teams at the top, like, we'll get to Clemson, but I was, like, under the impression that Clemson had a terrible year last year. They went 10-3. and three. I know. It's just, like, the standard that's now set. I know. And I don't like Clemson this year. Like, of course, there's, like some bias here, but I don't like DJ Ungalangale. I don't think he's like I don't think he's. Great. Is that how you say it or did that? I think it's Ungalangale. DJ Ungalangale. I think that's how you say it. 
if you're pronouncing it right, you're doing a great job. Thank you, thank you. I just have no idea. Uh, I'm just going to roll with it then. They, I mean, he has the, of course, he has a five-star pedigree, but he did not have a good year last year. So they David had... Rattler. Bounce back. Bounce back. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get to Rattler later. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't me taking a dig at you. That was me saying yeah. bounce back time. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, but, I mean, as a... Like, I hate putting them... Are they really going to make the the playoffs again? And I, it looks like that's probably what's going to happen well, just based off their Well, when you look at the predators. ACC, I mean, who else do you have to beat? Like, Pitt had a really good year last year. I don't... Pitt's not that scary. North Carolina State? Not really. I'll believe like, it when I see it. Dude, and it's like... That's the... The ACC is... That's why they're going ten and three every year. It's because they're it's a cupcake league. <laughs> yeah, it's garbage. So they can take whatever they want. They'll they'll probably make the playoffs, but whatever. I don't think I don't see them doing anything if they do make the playoffs. Well, while we're talking about the ACC, do you have Clemson winning them? Yeah, I do. I I just wanted to be different and not want to put my stance on them, so I went with Pitt. Okay. Um, Slovis. Wasn't bad the past three years at U or two three years at USC. Has it really been three years? I'm pretty sure it was three years. Maybe it was two. It's crazy that a program like USC has like flown under the radar, where like I don't know how their quarterback has been. Yeah, it is weird. Oh, um, yeah, especially because they haven't been like good recently. So uh, yeah, I haven't. Um, anyways, oh, they just named him the starter as if that was. What Slovis? Like up for debate, yeah. So I'm going with Pitt there. I, I don't actually see if it's possible, but I just don't want to be putting Clemson on my list. Fair. All right. Uh, next up, your your conference, Big Ten. Shocking again, but Ohio State. Yeah, I mean that's what I that's what I have too. They have. I mean, uh, they didn't win. This is kind of similar to the Alabama Georgia thing, where like Michigan last year. I had, like, a dream season for their for their standards. They got waxed in the playoffs, obviously. But, like, they actually uh, yeah, beat Ohio obviously. State for the first time in, I don't know, 10 years. It's been a long time. So, I don't think it happens again. Obviously, they lost Hutchinson. I think they lost other pieces on the defense. And T.J. Stroud's second year, too, with Ohio State. Like, they're going to be unstoppable. Heisman the favorite. They, pop, they have all their wide receivers still coming back. I mean, it's... Besides, I mean, not all of them, but uh, oh, they, they still lost have the top two guys. Yeah, they're that like damn matter. Where the yeah, next it... two guys will also be first round picks. Yes, so and their running back will be good. It's just how it plays out always. So mm-hmm. uh, I also have Iowa State, Big Twelve. What do you got? I have Oklahoma. I and I, I could this one. I I have no idea with the Big Twelve, honestly. I. I'm flipping my horns from down to up in this prediction. Really? And I'm going Texas is I back. can't I could not bring myself to do it. I was reading about it and they were like, they brought in all these transfers and like Sarkeesian, it's his second year, but I give me a break. I was looking at the rest of them though, like you think Oklahoma's gonna do anything without a they they just lost they lost everything. Rally, I think they'll rally behind losing Lincoln Riley. I would love to see that because Lincoln Riley's a turd for leaving. Yeah, but that's what I honestly think. That's why I picked them. I like that. I just got it. the revenge pick. I like that. 
but I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Texas. I think they you're as you said they got a bunch of transfers in. They have to show Arch Manning. That they got to do right. it. They have to show like right. They also like before joining the SEC, they have to get their shit together. Yeah, they have to at least win the Pac-12. And not once. show up in the SEC yeah. and get smoked. No, they, yeah, by they, Kansas again. Right. So they have to do they have to do something and they have to win it this year. So I'm going with yeah, them. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what uh, I like that. I would honestly. I don't have a problem with Texas. I just think it's funny. But I'd be. Oh, neither do I. I'd be for Texas winning. Yeah, I have no problem with Texas. Besides that, I love going horns down. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the best so part. But when they get beat by eighty against Alabama in the playoff, you know everybody will. Be oh going yeah. Down. So we'll have the chance. Yeah, to do no, it. we'll have. The I'm chance. not worried about it. Um, all right. What what other any other contenders in the Pac-12, or? No, sorry, 12. Big Twelve, Big Twelve, um, like playoff contenders or just to win, just to win the the conference. I mean, Baylor. Baylor won last year, so I, you have to put them in the conversation, I guess. I don't know what they brought back or what they lost. I I don't know either. I don't um, even know who their quarterback is, to be honest. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, and then else. Oklahoma State. Yeah, <laughs> we're really sharp with the Big Twelve. You know what? That's uh, their fault. It's their fault for being so damn irrelevant at football. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The but like Oklahoma State is the same team every year. It feels like. Yeah, it is. They and they're always just middle of the ground. I mean, and what was it that a couple maybe like maybe like ten years ago didn't they go like undefeated or something? But they were. They had Des Bryant. See, I think we're. I think we're obligated that if we're bringing up Des Bryant's college, <laughs> we just have to stop talking about it. Well, they were at the time of the championship game last year. I think they were like six or seven in the country. They were. They had a legit shot to make the playoff if they won at Baylor game, but they choked. Sounds about right. Oh, yeah, right. That's what happens every year. Yeah, sounds about right. Oh. Um. All right. Last Power Five conference, Pac-12. Who you got? All I've been seeing is Utah, but I took Oregon. Damn it! I was thought I was I thought I was oh, special okay. by picking Bo Picks. I was gonna pick Bo Picks, and I was excited to to make the bounce back call for Bo Picks in Oregon. But yeah, I picked Oregon too. They, uh, I don't know. I just they got really this is another revenge Utah? one because they got smoked twice last year by Utah. And are they like it's like it's Utah, and this right, is yeah, Oregon. Like I don't know, Oregon's <laughs> Oregon's just. It's supposed to be like a power. It's supposed to be one of the powerhouses yeah. of college football. So they have the money, they have the fans. I'm I'm for it. I'm for the Utah or the Oregon revenge season. Yeah, I mean basically just go based on what you've seen before. So neither of us picked USC. Yeah, I, I thought about it. I thought about it too, but I don't want to root for him. I don't either. They're like. The whole Lincoln Rally situation is really a shit, a shit situation. Sorry, mm. and it doesn't help. Like, and if you're a if you're a long listener of the podcast, you know how much I love Colin Cowherd. <laughs> but his claims of USC is absolutely ridiculous. Like he just like claimed them say. as his team. He just he loves wow. that team, and he's just like I hate people like that. It just one day wake up and they're like, you know what? Let me start rooting for, for Duke. No, it was all it's it was like, because of, of it was because of 
uh, Lincoln Riley. He's oh, oh, all about it, all about it. And I'm pretty sure they got, like, he's been on the show a couple times. It's just like a whole mess. Ah, okay. And I'm just like, all right, this, this drives me away from the whole team. What about the herd, too? Does drive you away from him? I, I already have kind of stopped watching the herd. I mean, yeah. not kind of. I have completely stopped watching the herd. But I, I still, I still like, I just, I don't know. I, I like, I just like listening to him. But he yeah. is definitely outlandish for a lot of his takes. Yeah. Well, you have to be in that. Oh, in that business. Yes, when you have a show every day that's yeah. like, what, two, three hours long? No, that's what people don't understand either. Like when You're going to come up with some whack shit. Yeah, like when Stephen A. Smith it says something ridiculous serious. and Skip Bayless says something that contracts him from three weeks ago, it's like, yeah, because they, it, they do it five times a week and have to talk right, for three yeah. hours on nothing. <laughs> so it makes sense. Um, all right, that's, uh, that's the Power Five. We both have one more that we wanted to do, which was the Mac. And we both... Pump for action. We both pump for that Bowling Green. That Bowling Green action. Gotta roll with Bowling Green. Yeah, we have to. So, those are our predictions for who's going to win each conference in college football. The playoffs. What are your four, Chris? Alright, so I have... I'm actually going to make a last-minute switch because I had... Notre Dame at four. I was looking at their schedule, and they get Clemson and Ohio State. So I, my thinking was they'll play a cupcake schedule, and they'll get in, and then they'll get smoked. But I think they'll just get smoked in the regular season this year. I doubt they can get in with two losses. So, unfortunately, I'm just going to go with the most basic thing that you could possibly have, which is Georgia at four. Clemson, Bama, and I have Ohio State at one. So I didn't rank them. Okay. I guess maybe I should. I can do that right now. It's not going to be I hard. think Ohio State will be more dominant than Bama this year. That'll be my kind of hot take, I guess. All right. From four to one, and this was – this is going to sound – this might be, might be a little hot real quick. But number four. Texas let's get him in there <laughs> look and I was I was looking for a fourth one and I was looking at all these teams and I was like is one of these teams has to make it yeah. like one of these teams has to make the college football playoffs and if say the big 12 say Texas just runs the big 12 and they do what they're supposed to do they take care of business and run it maybe they can sneak in at four I, if they run it, then they'll get in. Like, so, Oklahoma's going to be good. Oklahoma State's going to be good. They're going to have good wins. Yeah. But they probably do have to. Maybe with one loss, they could get in, depending on how things shake out. Yeah, they have to pretty much run the, the gauntlet, though. Pretty much, they, yeah. have to, they have to win all the games they have to win. And uh, number three, Georgia, no surprise. Oh, they play Alabama. They do play Bama? Yeah. So if they can keep Bama close... <laughs> If they can keep Bama close, right. if that's a respectable game, then that that could actually improve them. Even though it's a loss, right. that could improve them going into the college football. Yeah, playoffs. that's actually if it's a respectable right. loss. But but will can't it be go losing to like any of the like? There's definitely an upset in here. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. But uh, it was either them or like Clemson, and it's like yeah, I like no, I I appreciate you making it fun. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Uh, number three, Georgia. Mm. We already talked about him. Number two, I had Ohio State and one Bama. 
you could either flip them or whatever, but same same result either way. Who cares? And once it comes to playoff time, it, it's probably just going to be Bama and Georgia again. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just going to be that. But hopefully we get some upsets in there. Hopefully we get some new new fresh faces in there. Just expand the playoff. Like that'll make it does it probably won't change who wins, but it'll at least make it more interesting to talk about. So I've been like what are we doing here? I've always been team just leave it as it is because Alabama and Georgia are going to win anyways or Alabama and Clemson or Alabama mm-hmm. and Ohio State are going to win anyways. But now that I'm on like the content side of doing it, it's like give us something to talk about. Give us something yeah. or even like the going to school and rooting for a team. Like Yeah. South Carolina is not making the top 4. No, but they could make the if top they have eight. A season they where can they make, make eight. Yeah, yeah. They could make top twelve. They can make yeah. So so that's the way I look at it. It's like just give some schools a chance. Give us some Cinderellas. Like there'll be an upset at some point. Yeah, and there'll be, be a fun. team that doesn't show up because they think they're playing an eight seed. That's like you know whatever. It's whatever school, and they'll hopefully be an upset. But mm-hmm. yeah, it does need to be expanded. I've finally switched to that side. And so more money for everybody. And it also, it's just more fun. Like, let's stop having the college football discussion and like start and end with the same four teams every year. Mm -hmm. So that is a, that's my prediction for that. Let's talk about the only fear is that like there will be an upset at some point, but until that point you could just get like horrible games. Like we had last football last season the playoff like it was bama sensi yeah close and michigan georgia which was a slaughter but that could lead like teams getting their ass kicked for like two to three years would lead to eventually it coming closer and closer and closer and closer (laughs) to eventually an upset right uh all right let's look at our teams because our teams need some love too uh what are your predictions coming in for Maryland? I honestly think that it's going to be the same season as last year. Because they have, like, they're bringing back a lot of the same guys. They have talent, particularly on offense. Like, they have really good receivers, at least. Like, I think they were named the number three receiver group in, in the nation by CBS. So they have talent there. The issue is just the division that they play in. Like, you have to go. You're going this year to Michigan and to Penn State, and then you get Ohio State and Michigan State at home. And it's almost like four guaranteed losses there, which is a bummer. And they go to Wisconsin. So you almost cap it at, like, seven and five. That's, like, your best. So it's, like, five to seven, seven to five. Yeah. If they take care of business, then probably six and six again. And you get a bowl game, and like, yeah. As long as you make a bowl game, I'm not going to be disappointed. And as long as you don't downgrade from the progress of last year, right? Yeah, that's how it has to. That's how you have to view it. And so, looking at my team, uh, optimistic wise, say everything shooting stars, everything comes together. Let's say lose to Georgia, lose to Tennessee. Lose to Texas A&M. That's if all, literally all the stars align. Right. 
Three losses. Is I would it, love was to Tennessee going to be tough? I do. I, so, Tennessee has been kind of a pain in our ass the past two years. And mm. they they low-key whooped us last year Besides before we came back in the, the second half. But like a like a low key whooping. Yeah, like a low key whooping. You know, it was a, it was bad at the beginning, and then we started to creep back at the end. Mm. But it was still. I think we still lost by maybe fifteen or twenty. But uh, anyway, yeah, you guys have to go to Arkansas and to Kentucky and the, to so Kentucky. And Jeez, I know it's it's kind of tough. So Florida, I'm not too worried about. We fired their coach last year. Yeah, that's right. I forgot they were down. Um, Kentucky, there's all I I love. There's already Kentucky beef with South Carolina. I don't know what it's from, really? but I think the coach said something about our school, and like there's been hella beef with it lately. Well, there's beef within the Kentucky program right now because of, did you see what Cal Powery said? I did not. He's like asking for some new. I don't know if it's a facility or something for basketball, and he was like, "We're a basketball school. Like football can win games and do well. Like good for them, but." Like this is a basketball school. He's and not I think wrong. That ruffled some. Bad... No, of course he's, he's not, not wrong. wrong. <laughs> but like that'll definitely piss some people off. Oh, one hundred percent. So they by by October eighth, I I don't even know if they're gonna be ranked twenty. Like I don't I don't know I don't see this Kentucky team doing a whole lot more than they did last year. And if we yeah. could get a goddamn touchdown last year, we could have beaten them. I was that was the mo the angriest I was at the, the Gamecocks all season was that Kentucky game last year. Yeah. We just needed one goddamn touchdown because our defense held them every time. To, they beat us with field goals. And I lost my mind. Tough. Uh, so this is all coming from if Spencer Rattler can prove himself as a five-star quarterback, as a Heisman favorite as he was last mm-hmm. year. And he doesn't even need to play like a Heisman favorite. He just needs to play like a competent quarterback who can stay in the pocket. And hopefully our offensive line can hold up for him. That's our biggest weakness is the offensive line. Yeah. that's So one thing about Maryland that they have improved is the line. And in the Big Ten, that's been like the bugaboo because going up again, like that's where those schools are the best because they get those big like Midwestern farm boys. Yeah. That dominate the trenches and they've just been getting bodied. But they've actually like they have better depth this year on the line, which is nice. So hopefully Talia isn't just running for his life every snap. That's not fun to watch. So in college football, the offensive line is one of the most underrated aspects of all of college football because when you just kinda like no one ever really talks about the O linemen, not until draft time. Nobody ever really highlights them before the season. Mm. But if you have a 20-year-old kid who's undersized compared to a 6'5 first-round pick D-tackle that's coming after you, like, he's going to get beat. So luckily, the Gamecocks have spent all their recruiting pretty much the past – the next two classes have all been offensive line. Like all the See, that's what we don't do, though. We just focus on skill guys. Yeah, it's annoying. It's it's kind of nice when you're that we're building to an offensive line, and hopefully it will come into good fruition next year. But mm-hmm. uh, this year, it's still it's still up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's tough when you have a quarterback who's talented too. 
and you just have to watch him run around all game. Luke Doty, he we I called him Happy Feet because that dude he would snap the ball and would and it would would drive me crazy. It was, he would just stand there in the pocket, just like just standing there jittering his feet in the pocket, not moving, not doing anything, uh-huh. and then would just like get sacked. So hopefully I don't get to see that ever again. That's the Wentz. It it was the Wentz. He was the Wentz of South Carolina football. Brutal. Um, so before we move on from college football, I think it's a shame that like we didn't talk about UNC at all. We didn't talk about Virginia Tech. We didn't talk about all these historic schools that just like don't have any shot. <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. see them at a bowl game, but they won't have any shot into to anything. Well, UNC was all like puffed in their chest last year at the start of the season. They thought that they had a shot. And yeah, Virginia Tech beat them. Yeah, I remember. And then they ended up shitting themselves in and a like games. West Virginia we didn't even mention they're supposed to be aren't they but like some historic I don't know it's West like you think West Virginia football right so right it's like yeah the fact that you don't even we're not even talking about it is kind yeah. of crazy well West Virginia one thing about West Virginia is they'll play Pitt this year I think it's week one that's like an old rivalry that they're bringing back for I don't know if it's this year or if they signed a contract but that'll be a good week one game I think yeah, that'll be exciting. Who is their quarterback now? They got a new one. Mm. It's someone who used to be good, I'm pretty sure. Let me look. Um, I mean, we played them last year, and I don't even remember who their quarterback was. Let me let me look. Oh, yeah, they do play Pitt, Pitt Week 1. Oh, yeah, JT Daniels. Yeah. Guy Georgia who got beat out yes, by yes. Stetson Bennett. Yeah. That's interesting. He's not a West Virginia guy, though. No, I, I feel like but, West Virginia quarterbacks are like they're always got to be long haired, chuckers, yeah. and they run a lot. JT Daniels is too like lame <laughs> to be at West Virginia. So yeah, and the fact that we're not, we didn't even talk about them. So I guess we did now, but not with any sort of inclinations to any sort of winning. But anyways, any other final thoughts on college football? I'm excited for the week one wise picks because I already have a couple in mind. I'll say that. I'm I'm starting to eye some up too. I'm excited. I, the wise picks that that's that's really I, once we get in our groove and stuff. And once, by the way, this is I mean I guess this is halfway through the pod, so we could have mentioned this earlier or later. But once our class schedules get finalized and we get on track and everything, we won't be as random. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. But, anywho. We have one more thing to discuss for this podcast, and it's what every other one is most interested about. It is our fantasy football teams <laughs> for the 2022 season. We, uh, we're doing a little share screen action so we can look at the teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So if you are not a longtime visitor or viewer, I guess, not visitor, um, we have been in a – a league, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to share this exactly. No, I don't want that. Um, shoot. Do it over Discord. Oh, yeah, I can do that. That makes it way easier. All right. Let's share my screen. There it is. Apologies to the non-listeners, or non-YouTube watchers. Do you see it? I do see it. 
Oh, it's right there. Awesome. Okay. Let's make this smaller so we can view it all together. Cool. I didn't think you could do it right off this corner. I forgot about that. All right. Cool. So this is uh, this is my fantasy football team. So we, if you don't know, we are doing, we do every year fantasy football team with our high school friends who have been, we've been doing it for, what, this is like our sixth, seventh year? It was since our sophomore year of high school. So now it'll be sophomore, junior, senior. We're now gonna be yeah. So that's like five, six Sixth. years. Yeah, six yeah, years. Year six. So that I am, I'm a two-time champ. Chris is a Chris is zero-time champ. We have a we have a trophy. I, ha- we have I have a championship appearance. <laughs> appearance in in mine. So it and I lost to a team that I helped draft. Yeah, he was the wise guys fan. Which is unfortunate. It was very yeah. unfortunate. Um. All right, this is my team for the year. It's kind of. On the projected side, it's not looking good. But I like the picks I made, and I'm going to go why I picked them. And then we'll look at Chris's team. We'll do the same thing. My first pick was Najee Harris. I think he was the eighth, eighth overall pick. How did, all right, we'll, talk, we'll do it this way. How did you feel about my, my Najee Harris pick there? I, I mean, I don't remember who else is on the board like in that area. Yeah, he and gets a ton of carries. So he's going to get all the carries. He's going to get all the catching. He is literally going to be their number one because it's Mitch. It's Mitch or Tenny, Kenny two, two Gloves. And so he, they're going to be dinking and dumping. They're going to be handing him off the ball. And even if he doesn't get the blocking that he deserves, he's going to get touchdowns. He's going to get catches. Yeah. So that's why I picked Najee. He's just a workhorse. And... That's also why I picked Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. Um, all the signs, everyone's been like... Isn't he fat? All right, and everyone's like, he's fat, Tony Pollard. We've been hearing this Tony Pollard shit for three years, and it's yeah. never coming to fruition. Well, so it kind of started to last season, but it didn't really... It didn't. It's not like it made Zeke irrelevant. And something that I... When I was listening to Matthew Barry's podcast... He was talking about the Cowboys' backfield. And basically what they were saying was, Jerry Jones gave Zeke all this money. Like, he's going to get the, ma- the majority of the games. That's what, that's what, so that's what I was thinking. And all these people who are like, oh, like Tony Pollard's either a better running back or better for their offense. It doesn't matter when Jerry Jones is your owner. He paid yep. Zeke and he loves Zeke. So he's going to run Zeke into the ground again. And if he doesn't get injured, he's going to have another good year. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Williams, hopefully breakout candidate. Wide receiver one. Yeah, my wide receivers are kind of poop. Michael Thomas has to come into... Slant Boy. It's Slant Boy has to. So, I drafted him, and I saw a little question mark next to him. I went, what the hell? Apparently, he has a, a hamstring injury. This man's been out for two years. Oh, and the hamstring's like one of the worst... And but it's always nagging. Hasn't he been nagging with this injury for two years? What has <laughs> he been doing? Ends. Curtis Samuel's the same way. Dude, I saw this and I was like, "You gotta be shitting me!" Because he's a PPR god, and All we're right. playing PPR. They have the best offense that they've had since Drew Brees retired. I guess yeah, since Drew Brees retired, they have the best group of wide receivers. They have the best, and I felt Michael Thomas would fit right in. I mean, Jameis th- likes to throw it a lot. He could. He probably won't be even slant boy because Jameis likes to throw down deep. But well, that's. 
I would worry about him because of that. Because Jameis is not slant type of guy. I know. Chucker. But, but like, and the other thing is Michael Thomas. Like, yeah, he's slant boy, but he can he can play outside wide receiver. That's what his mm-hmm. job is. It's what he was supposed to do. And I don't know. I got him late. I got him later, so I'm not too worried about it. My biggest caviar is that this year I got Travis Kelsey. Yep. And, and like, when you and, look at at least for me, when I look at a team, I kind of forget about the tight end at first. I look at the running backs and receivers, and that's yeah. where I make my initial judgment. But Kelsey is that's a huge get. And I got like him. Wide receiver one. And I got, yeah, and that's why. So right now he's projected 14 points. I, I hate to speak super optimistically, but, like, by next week, by week two, hopefully he's projected, like, 20, as he should be every... Because the past past five years, we've been saying, oh, like, maybe this year he slows down. Maybe this year they don't throw to enough. And well, he, just lost, he just lost Travis... Or just lost Tyree Kill. And his wide receivers are Juju, uh, Marquez Feldes-Scantley. So who do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw it to? Travis Kelsey. Do you think that negatively impacts him at all? And now there's less weapons, which puts more focus on him? I think he'll definitely be, of course, more double-covered more. But I, he's, been, he's been doing this. He's done it without Tyreek. So mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about that. I just think the connection between him and Mahomes, he's now the number one. It's no longer Tyreek yep. Hill. He is the number one receiver and tight end in that in that group so yeah definitely that's why that's why i i like that pick a lot the bench we don't have to cover everything in the bench i do like clyde though and i think 11 is pretty horrific for his projected points alan lazard james cook hey alan lazard number one receiver number one receiver for green bay Uh, yeah i guess he is yeah the worst pick of the of the night was justin fields I picked him and you said ooh and I was like yeah I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I was like dude he has Well no- you've always you've been a Fields guy since like, since he was last almost a January. Patriot. Since yeah. he was almost a Patriot. <laughs> um and I and then I thought about it I was like he has no line or no one to throw to so I don't know why I picked him. Right. Um the Derek Carr is kind of a bad QB pick anyways. I don't I, I don't think that. I like Derek Carr a lot this year. All right, bet. I like that. Thanks. That makes that makes my all right, let's see. Rosters. Let's get to you. Uh, Riley's mom. All right, let's look at your team, Chris. So, let's see. Where did I... I think I had the fifth pick, and I went, I went Jefferson at one. I think it was between that or Derrick Henry, and... This is a way better pick than Derrick Henry. You think? Yes, yes. I mean, he would easily be the top receiver in the in the league. So fantasy wise, all I've heard fantasy wise for Justin Jeff Justin Jefferson is that because of their new offensive minded head coach, they want to run it like the Rams, and the perfect person to slide in that Cooper Cup spot is Mr. Justin Jefferson. Uh, mm. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So <laughs> I do went. At four, I think, or maybe three. I think he, he went he went early. This was a it was a good year to get a wide receiver early, mm. because I, like I wouldn't I wouldn't take Derrick Henry at all. I wouldn't want him. 
This is the year the Tennessee offense is bad. Think he's ever used. I think the Tennessee offense is bad. He just came from a, a hurt ankle, a hurt foot, and we keep saying this, but eventually the year has to come. And I'd rather it right. be the year that you don't take him than it is the year that you take him and he sucks. I guess, yeah. Like you would you you would rather have the like you would rather him have a normal Derrick Henry year and you not take him than you take him and have the the bad year. Oh like, yeah. But yeah. I like I think it's you'd rather have Justin Jefferson than a normal Derrick Henry. It, yeah, anyways. yeah. I yeah. I feel I feel good about it. Um I like the Waller about pick. my So Waller I felt like I got pretty late. I I like that pick. I think I didn't know why he was still there because I was already I think I took him before Mitchell, but my receivers are set. Like yeah. Hooks is the top guy in Houston for sure. Yep. Um, DJ Moore. I think he slept on. Moore is the top guy in Carolina, and they upgraded a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I guess, the, and I have Hopkins just sitting, waiting, waiting, scheming, Ske- scheming. So, Do you think he's gonna give PDs seven, to the rest of your bench though? He might get the whole I, bench suspended. I say okay, call it. <laughs> I get. Uh, I forgot. I couldn't remember if I got Tyler Boyd this year or not. I feel like I always get him. No, nah, you did not get um, Tyler Boyd this year. That's a shame. But I liked the the Burks pick. Or I'll finish with my starting lineup. My running backs, I'm not crazy about. Fournette, I had a little bit of an issue with because he was fat. But you said that he lost weight and he's fine now. I think he's still the guy. So that's fine. Yeah, I think he's the guy. Um, Mitchell, I don't like 49ers running backs just because there's like four of them throughout the year. And you never know which one. (laughs) They all get injured and then somebody will have like three really good games in a row. So he'll he'll probably give me four or five really good weeks. But there's no one really else that I could take because I went receiver heavy and Waller. Once I got Fournette, I just decided to go all in on the Bucks. That's why I drafted Tom in the defense. And then And Tom in the defense, two solid picks. The defense is never gonna be right. horrific, and Tom will never be horrific Like I don't know. The and worst Tom can get terrible you is division. Like, yeah. Worst Tom can get you is eighteen points a game. Yeah, right. He's not gonna he's never gonna blow up. Yeah. Um and I like I like Ramondre Stevenson. So <laughs> oh, that's I, weird. No, I so Ramondre. I want to get to him. He is he is placed in this role where if he can catch footballs, James White, he will be the James White. And the only issue that Mr. you have, Mister Thirteen, Mister Yes, Mister Eleven, Mister Mister Eleven, oh, Eleven, at least at least, yeah. um, the. The thing I have to say about him, though, is if Pierre Strong, a guy that they drafted, apparently he's a little quicker, he might be better with his hands, might come in with that catching role. But Ramondre's a good running back, like a great running back, actually. And I'm worried about them phasing out Damian Harris a little bit. Not worried, I guess. I guess it would be a good thing for you. But uh, it seems like they're trying to phase him out because they don't want to give him a new contract. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a bill move. Oh, big bill move. That's why, <laughs> dude. When we drafted two running backs, it's like it should he should have known he's not getting that contract. Yeah, seriously. Uh, um, and then the bench the was kind of like I, I have no idea. He's a rookie. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, take a shot. I like to. Yeah, I like to take shots on guys. So I drafted Tua. So I drafted <laughs> Brian Robinson last. Um, 
And then I wanted to go McKissick and Landry are the opposite. They're just safe, steady guys. So I felt like I had a good combination there of boomer bus guys and reliable guys. So I I feel good. I think you have a good team. I, I like your team a little bit better than mine. But besides the running backs, I just like your wide receivers. Your wide receivers. Yeah, no, my running insane. backs aren't great. But like the way I look at it is, take the best value available to you. Yeah. It's like I'm not worried about getting. Like two running, and I made this mistake before where like I focus more on running backs at the start just because I think it's more important. Mm-hmm. But no, if Justin Jefferson's there and he's the best guy on the board, I'm taking him and he's going to be amazing for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, so. Brian Robinson is, is there, I heard all I heard all like off season, not all off season, I guess for the past two weeks is trouble in Gibby land. He's returning kicks now. Oh, that's bad. Which can't be a good that's sign bad. for. And Rivera, too, is so great. He's like, yeah, we really think he can be a weapon with the ball in his hands. It's like, yeah, no shit. That's why you drafted him in the third round. But like, you're demoting him. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're complimenting him, but you're demoting you're definitely him. definitely demoting him. He, I've heard that he's just been getting, getting, you know, phased out of practice, phased out of first team He's got reps. butterfingers. I, and is that what it is? He just fumbles a lot? Yeah. Look. I think so. Maybe because he didn't play running back at all. I was about to say, like, you can't <laughs> even be that surprised that he's not, like, a polished NFL running back. Because maybe because he's like a wide 27 receiver. snaps of running back. Yeah. yeah. So. Whatever. I forgot. I didn't like the pick from it. the start. Then I changed, and then I'm going back on it. As soon as when we drafted another running back this year, I was like, are you serious? He's a good one, uh, too. And the, and the, I, I, who knows? Well, I guess who Yeah, Maybe. I mean, Alabama, though. You just got to... Yeah, just gotta that's, I do like that. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our fantasy teams. And he asked... Anyone, you want to you wanna put out one final thought on your fantasy team before we move on? Hmm. There's part of me that thinks that Tua will overtake Tom Brady as my starting quarterback. <laughs> that might be wishful thinking. That definitely might be wishful thinking. <laughs> um, all right. It's small part. It's like seven percent of me. It's there. All right. My uh, my final takeaway is Zeke projected points need to go up higher. All right. That does it for our. I did use Pollard a lot last year. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear. It. All right. Uh, that that any uh, Bryce else? is coming back tonight. He's off the injured list. He's activated. He's hitting tonight. Oh boy! Those oh are five boy. games up for the last wild card spot. MVP's back, so <laughs> watch out. Good. All right, so Phillies are back. That's what we like to hear. Yes. Um, is that all we got? It's a pre-packed episode. Say that as if we haven't. I know. Hour, <laughs> hour, and fourteen hour minutes. 20. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Hope you guys all had a good one. Stay safe from COVID out there. It's still a thing. I didn't think it was, but it still is. But see everybody next Tuesday for the start of college football picks. And see you all Tuesday.